1: everybody and welcome to another episode of eat sleep list i'm your host dan torres one of your hosts anyway um alongside me from afar near from afar today is uh my good friend matt johnson my co-host the uh brainchild of the show uh hello matt it's great to see you dude it is
0: fantastic it's fantastic to see you my friend how
1: are you I'm doing great. I've actually got so she's she's off camera right now. I rarely ever podcast from home. I'm doing it for uh, today, and immediately my kitten has decided. Oh well, you know, dad's here, so his lap is mine. So I've got a warm <laughs> kitten in my lap. Life is good, man. Uh, how are you? I I have to say, so I almost um, on Saturday had to check in with you. And I was I, I was going to. I was going to just post on Facebook and tag you and say, Matt Johnson, please don't jump. I, I was going <laughs> to say, wherever you are, please don't jump. But after a wild weekend, the the Colts were forgotten about in about 24 hours when the Patriots decided to do the weirdest backward lateral pass I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, what What? You you got a Christmas gift early with getting the spotlight taken off at of your uh, team for a sec.
0: Yeah, that might have been a worse way to to lose than the way that the Colts did. Um, ugh, ugh, so tough, so tough. Especially considering I'm leaving Sunday uh, to mm-hmm. go and see them. So uh, I can't wait. It's uh, <laughs> this is like the first time I've not wanted to go. Uh, oh, to wow. Indianapolis, like I, I'm going because of my brother. You know, he's he's a Chargers fan, and we're gonna go for that. But I'm just like, man, if I would have known it was gonna be this bad, I would not have done
1: this and trip at all. Long year for you guys. That that was that was something for. I I know this is totally off topic for what we're gonna talk about today, but I haven't I haven't ca- caught up with you in forever too. It's insane that Matt Ryan is now on the losing end of both the biggest comeback in in Super Bowl history and the biggest comeback in regular season yep. history. And the the worst part about that was it's not even like he was necessarily doing great in that game. The defense showed up for the Colts big time on Sunday. They did, but it it, it at least it was or Saturday it was at this point. Uh, But at least it was an exciting game. Like it kept some excitement with it. And it wasn't this backward, ill-advised lateral pass for whatever reason that gets intercepted. It almost looked like like a volleyball uh, set. Like someone was setting him up for. It was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Yeah, especially when you're going into overtime, right? You could just, just stop and go into overtime and give your team a chance to win horrible, horrible, play horrible. Calling.
1: but that was you know i do like uh as a newer fan i'm enjoying watching football around the holidays because that's making it feel like christmas too i feel like uh even even watching my bills sunday or saturday night with them playing in the snow the entire night that was a cool thing and it made it feel like this is super christmasy and uh I I feel like I'm ready for the holidays, man. I feel like I'm finally like settled in and feeling in the Christmas spirit. And this is gonna be a really good way to uh, really get us going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I it's been tough uh for me as far as getting that Christmas spirit. This list the lists have helped out uh tremendously, but I feel like I won't until I don't have to wake up and go to work. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like uh like like thursday is yeah. my last day and then i get friday off and then technically all week all next week off as soon as i get that opportunity to wake up without an alarm i'm gonna be feeling really good so it's a little yeah. weird too we did our christmas last saturday uh the fa- the family one um because my sister's going away me and the wife and her family are gonna do it you know normally but um yeah, these lists have played a huge part in kind of keeping that that hope and magic alive that uh, constantly seems to elude me uh, most years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. In fact, um, so if you clicked on this episode, you already know we're doing the top 10 Christmas movies, like our favorite Christmas movies of all time. And uh, man, making this list, one, there are a lot of great ones out there. That even when I was doing research for it, I was like, oh, I forgot about this one. I forgot about that one. I forgot about this. Um, but the it made me want to go in and watch a few. I said to my wife uh, a few days ago that I was like, we should watch a Christmas movie tonight because we haven't really gotten into too much. And she goes, you know, I was just thinking the same thing. So we put on two of them that are on my list Um and that was one of those things like, I, I know you've been married a couple of years now. This is my first year married. So it's like, there's a certain magic this year that I'm kind of excited for for yeah. Christmas morning. Yeah. Just getting to be together in our home for the first time on that date. It's going to be, it's going to be really, really special for me.
0: First, first Christmas is a good one. Um, I'm actually looking right now at the ornament on our tree. It's like, uh, uh, for our, our first Christmas and it's, it's cool. It's really cool to, uh you know, to, to what to see and think about, think about that. It just adds to it. It adds to it. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And uh, I have family coming home pretty soon too. So that'll be, that'll Good. be nice to, to really round it out. But without further ado, let's get more into the holiday spirit, shall we? Um, we're going to break down our top 10 favorite Christmas movies of all time. Um, And let's get right into it, because I'm excited for what you have. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of conversation around this. So, Matt, why don't you start off with number 10?
0: Okay, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, So my number 10 favorite Christmas movie of all time is actually one I just watched for the first time last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas. You ever seen it?
1: No, I never have
0: before. Okay, so the Ernest movies were like these uh just very very goofy i'm trying to think of the actor's name i i'm almost upset i, um, I definitely remember
1: the actor i i know that the earnest series was so popular for a very long oh, time oh jim
0: varney my apologies, yes jim varney yes. jim varney um and you know he was a big deal on the in in the late 80s early 90s he did a lot of commercials really like Jim Varney was just a tremendous human being um, and just did his best. He loved to entertain kids. Uh, He's actually, for those who don't know, he was the voice of Slinky Dog in, uh, in Toy Story. Yes, so, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I just watched <clears throat> it for the first time this past year because we talked about it on Retro Pop, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or it came around, It just came about. And I watched it. And I was like, wow, like this is actually really good. I, you know, growing up, uh, when I got to like, be like a teenager and stuff, she, Ernest movies, you kind of look at it as like, oh, that's just kid stuff. And like it makes me sad because it's actually like a really, really good movie. Um, but basically, uh, for those who have never seen it, Ernest is uh, trying to help Santa Claus find his successor. And uh, he comes down to... Uh, he comes to, to North America to find it, and Ernest helps uh helps him find a successor eventually. And it's a really great story. Um, heartwarming, uh, and just goofy as ever. Of course, just the way that an Ernest film can be. Uh, I appreciate the humor and uh I, I really I, I, I do enjoy it. I'm mad at myself that I hadn't watched it in pre- I probably have watched it before, but it just never stuck with me. Um, but last year, like I actually sat down, like one of the first days that I had to chill out, um, and, and sit and enjoy it and watch mm. and, and I have a very, a newfound appreciation for it. So says Christmas is my number 10.
1: I love it. I, uh, it, it's really, there's something about finding a movie that's been out for a really long time that you never watch and you kind of like rediscover, there's a certain magic about it where you're like, how have I never seen this before? This has been around my entire life. And like, I I could have been watching it from this age on, but those gems can be really, really uh, special and like good to find.
0: For sure. I mean, look at this, this is a, uh, you know, it came out like a year after my dad graduated high school, three years before I was born. And it's just cool. You just get a glimmer. I'm a I'm a big fan of the 1980s, so it's always kind of cool to see what stuff was like. I um, mean, you get you get an idea of uh, the culture from back then too. And it is it's it's a it's a very 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 beloved movie uh, by a lot of people. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I I love it. That's Thank a great you. start to our list. All right, what do you got um, for I've, number ten? Uh so for my number ten, this is one that. I debated and I was like is this truly a christmas movie is this not is is this and I had to you know I really had to go ahead and say yes this is absolutely a christmas movie from start to finish so daddy's home 2 is actually my yes. number 10 Great one. on my list of Christmas movies, so we touched on this when we did our christmas uh music yeah our worst Christmas songs because uh of band aids uh do they know it's Christmas, which is a huge part of this movie um but my memory associated with this is my my wife julie uh a few years ago on Christmas uh, because we live, you know, we lived like 30 minutes away from each other or so. So Christmases were definitely like back and forth. She would come in, uh, in the morning to my house and like hang with me and my family for a little bit. And then she'd leave and go back to her house. And later I would join her and like right. go over there. So the one, uh, Christmas, it was snowing kind of bad, but it was, it, we were up really late. It was, probably like 10 o'clock and we were watching Christmas movies and they put on daddy's home Two for the first time I had seen the first one. I had never seen the second one. Um, I knew who was in it, but it's just, some people hate like corny stuff like that. I think it's so funny and so perfect. I think it's Will Ferrell's second best Christmas movie. We will get to the first one at some point. I am sure. Oh,
0: I'm sure. Um, we will.
1: Yes, I'm absolutely sure we will. Um, but his him and Mark Wahlberg playing off each other are so good. I've talked about the other guys before. I think that movie's fantastic with them. Um, I think they're the perfect, like, what better characters for them to play? They're playing themselves pretty much, like a goofy stepdad and it's, Mark yeah. Wahlberg being, like, the, the hard ass, you know? But then to add Mel Gibson and, um, oh, John, uh, oh, my God. I'm his last name is escaping me. Uh, but the, those two, the dynamic, those two added to it were it, it was so, so good. Uh, and it really is. It's a Christmas movie from start to finish. They get snowed in by the end. And there was by the end of the movie when we watched it, I almost got snowed in over there. I probably shouldn't have driven on that. night. But uh, it, there there was this really fun magic to it where I was like, this is like an offbeat like Christmas movie that I've never seen before. And uh I, I really just enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Um it, Julie will all the time walk around and go, did you go TT in bed? And I and laugh every single time at that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. It just made it outside of my top 10. Uh, I do hold, I do hold it in high regard, but I got to say, Wolf Ferrell, uh, Mark Wahlberg, a very underrated comedy duo, right? Absolutely. Three, I think they've done, it's been three movies together. Two Daddy's Home and then uh, The Other Guys, which is, oh, that's that's a top 10 comedy. It's, com- so it's probably a top 10 comedy movie for me. It's I, one of my favorite ones ever. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I, I mean, yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. So I do hope that they get to work together again in the future. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see another daddy's home. I don't know if we're gonna get another guy's sequel, but um but that's i mean that's a great one it hundred percent is a christmas movie falls in line with it i know they go chris they look go looking for christmas trees and 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 whatnot it 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 was it was really really well done it it was a nice touch
1: yeah it it was it was really really incredible there was, there's just something about uh a goofy comedy like that that can bring everything together so well for for a holiday like it makes it more unique. I feel like um I'm trying to hold on. I'm finding that actor's name because I get need to give him the right respect.
0: I was like, "Oh, John Lithgow! Lithgow. John, Lithgow. Like, John
1: Lithgow! Yeah, <laughs> John Lithgow. That's great." Um, which he um so at the time uh ar- around that time, me and Julie had started watching. Dexter. She had been super into it, and she showed me it the first time. And the fourth season of Dexter, John Lithgow plays, like, one of the, like, best serial killers I've ever seen. He's been a
0: bad guy in a few movies.
1: Yeah. And so I saw Daddy's Home Around the same time that I was watching that, and I was like, I can't believe that these two are the same person. Like, (laughs) this
0: He did one. He was a he was a villain. I think it was uh, called The Accountant. Uh, it had uh, Ben Affleck and. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Bernthal, And he was like kind of one of the bad guys. But I remember him from Third Rock from the Sun way back in Me the day, too, with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a, this is a that's a throwback. Uh, but that's that's my first impression of him. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's amazing. The guy's got a lot of range. Very underrated. Very underrated. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree.
1: <laughs> All right. On to our number nine, Matt.
0: All right. Um, so my number nine is actually one that I picked up uh, through being with my, uh, with my lovely wife, Amy. Um, this is a tradition that she likes to, to have every Christmas Eve. Uh, she has to watch it. All right. And in, in I think, Within the last couple of years I've I've sat through it all and really, really loved and appreciated it. Um my number nine is a classic by the name of White Christmas. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. Um mm-hmm. uh, stars Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, who I believe is George's George Clooney's mom or aunt. Yes. It's I think it's his aunt uh let's see relatives. Yep, nephew uh well sorry uh, george's is her nephew so uh which is really cool and then vera allen and uh it's a really heartwarming story you know kind of off the cusp of uh i believe it was it was world war ii if i'm not mistaken right it was they were i believe so um yes yeah they were uh world war ii they were performing act in, in world war ii they kept they they, they met each other, they they, they they traveled around the world, they met up with this couple, and then they happened to come across their old uh, general. And uh, he's not doing so well. And what they did was they recalled, they, they got in touch with as many soldiers as they could and uh, put on a performance to kind of to lift his spirits up for the holidays. And it's like, wow, this is so pure. If you, if it, you know, I've never before, like, I never used to be a guy who was like a, a big musical guy, but now I'm, I've am gotten into it considerably over the last maybe half decade or so. And um, even if you take the singing out, it's a really great story um, at the heart of it. This is like, I mean, this is 1950s Hollywood and movies were pure, right? They're so good, so well-intended, really good storylines, no explosions and, and all this stuff, close sets and, and uh, so good. Uh, but it's really, really cool because I think it holds up really well. And uh, it is it is a really, truly fantastic story. I'm glad that I was introduced to it. Uh, this is a uh, it's timeless. It's because I, I, there's going to I know I'm I, we've been so busy. I'm going to have to push her. To, I might have to push her to watch it this year. But mm. that might be our Christmas Eve. Uh, that'll probably be our Christmas Eve doing that again. But it, it is it is really great. It's a fun story. Uh, I love the the humor in it, the dialogue and um and it's so much more it's it's really well done,
1: yeah, I agree that movie is really special. I only saw it i well, to be fair, I only remember seeing it probably about five or so years ago, for the first time, like okay. it is a more recent one for me, but I think it's so well done, I think it's the music is so good in it um that that end scene where uh, his general walks in and everybody's standing and applauding. And he's just, like, it's such a pure, it's it, a really, really pure
0: movie. Get the um, chills and, thinking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those ones. My, my dad really likes that movie too. So oh, he'll, when you're watching it with him, he kind of like, he'll, do a little commentary on it, and, like, you could tell, like, he gets emotional every time Aww. he sees that, too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a really good one. That one I was considering for my list, but it, it missed out by,
0: like, this much, I feel I get like. it. There's a lot of great ones out there. A lot of great ones. Yeah, yeah some
1: some have my heart. Some will just forever have my heart. <laughs> All right. What do you um, got for your number nine, my man? So my number nine... Okay, so I, there's kind of a story behind this one here. Uh, I, he This year I was kind of debating, or this week when I was putting this list together, I was kind of debating whether I should do this one or not. But uh, I, it had to make my list, I feel like. So recently I talked about uh, going to the movies and seeing a movie called Violent Night. Again, totally <laughs> out of the norm of what I would usually do as far as Christmas movies. But this movie was so good and so creative that uh, I, it, it immediately like kind of caught me by surprise and caught me out here. Uh, I always talk about recency bias and how I don't necessarily want to put things on my list that are more recent but um it it actually made it to number nine because of how good it is so the the premise i don't know if you've seen the trailer for it at all violent night is about a santa claus who's kind of worn out kind of beat down david harbour plays um santa who uh is if you're looking at current stuff he's hopper in uh stranger things Yes. he. So he plays a great Santa, but he starts off at a bar. He's having a beer. He's uh, he's just kind of like frustrated at everything because he's giving his gifts like aren't good enough compared to like what other people's are. Like he, people ask for like gift cards to places and not anything like that. Like that, he actually. <laughs> will be able to man- manufacture keep up with like he can't compete anymore so he's just kind of down on his luck so uh this in the meantime this family this rich family is getting together for christmas um with one little girl who's believing in santa claus and the cynical family who's uh you know all about the money and all about business and everything like that and, like kind of stuck up and they end up getting the mansion gets broken into a little bit into it and all of a sudden they're trapped in this house being held hostage but santa was at the house as it was happening uh opening the scotch that's in their their bar uh and eating the christmas cookies that they have there and <laughs> using the massage chair for a moment as well while he had a second um but his sleigh flies off uh in the commotion of everything and his reindeer go away so he's stuck at this place and he has to fight his way out and it's it's just so 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 uh creative and so there's so many good jokes and references to like die hard throughout it which people debate is this a christmas movie is this not uh there's great references to home alone which is another christmas classic that I'll probably get to at some point again Um, but it, it just really, really, uh, caught me off guard and quickly became, you know, embedded in my mind this whole holiday season. It was a great way to kick it off. And I just think everybody deserves to see it for what it is. It's so good. So my number nine is Violent Night, uh, based on the creativity and everything I saw from it this year.
0: I have, I have to see that because I've seen, previews and stuff and David Harbour's incredible. Right. So good. I'm I'm glad he's not done in the MCU. Uh he's supposed to be in the uh the Thunderbolts movie. I'm really glad about that. He's been a big star in Stranger Things amongst amongst uh many other stuff. His star is on the rise. So uh I'm happy to, to uh, I'm glad that, that movie made it on the list. It's a another kick in my pants to go and check it out. But I, I have a feeling I would enjoy it very, very much.
1: Oh, I think you would I think you would be happy with what it brings to the table cuz you like creative stuff like that too. So I feel like you would get a real kick out of it.
0: For sure. For yeah. sure.
1: All right. Number 8, Matt. I'm excited to hear what you have for this one.
0: All right. So my number 8 is uh I think it came out within the last 10 Oh no. It came out in 2004. Oh my. Um stars it actually has a really great cast um Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd um and Cheech is in there as well Cheech Marine um it is Christmas with the Cranks That's a really good movie <laughs> It's such a good movie I oh, I, love, I I still get a kick out of it every time I watch it It's so funny to see like Oh yeah, we're gonna like you're in this this neighborhood, right? This suburban, just dream neighborhood, and everybody's na- super neighborly. And your daughter's not home, so it's like, oh, we can just not do Christmas this year, right? It's just the two of us. We could just we could just hang out, and relax, and the, <laughs> the neighbors are just all over, right? Oh, They're all over. Give us back. Where's Frosty? You know, just <laughs> just fun stuff like that. You got the grouchy neighbor across the street. Um, I felt like that before, right? I felt like, ah, uh, it's just Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. I I felt like that definitely within the last decade. Um, eh, it's just Christmas. I don't really want to celebrate it. I felt like that, and then the daughter's coming home, and everything changes, right? It's it's hard. There's a, it's the the neighbors they forgive and they all come together to to make the house look perfect and decorate and um give their daughter you know a great Christmas throw a Christmas party. But it was just it was really cool to see and there's, you know, all sorts of fun little stuff. I think they who's the it? it was a little oh I'm trying to think of his name. But he was the kid oh, Eric Sullivan. Oh, he put yeah. He played Dewey and Malcolm in the middle. He was a big oh yeah yeah yeah. Too yeah. before he got away from, um, before he just completely got away from acting. Um, oh wow, he's the same age as me.
1: Isn't crap. that weird to think about? Like that, like all these. Oh yeah, we think of them as kids. Like, oh my god, like Jonathan Lipnicki's like our age, like a little yeah. bit older. Yeah, weird. yeah. He was
0: legit born in nineteen ninety one. Hasn't acted since two thousand ten. Um, so wow, that's cool. Um yeah but uh but yeah it's a really great cast fun story funny movie um yeah just a lot of goodness in there I, I still laugh and enjoy it I think it's it, it, I can assure you that Tim Allen pops up at least one more time on this list mm. this dude was like I mean just really good iconic christmas movies so um Christmas Christmas with the Cranks that is what I got for this one um yeah Tim Allen Jamie Lee Curtis Fantastic. Chef's Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Those two are a great combo. Uh, and it's, like you said, it's one of those ones where you definitely, I've had years where I've felt out of the spirit of everything. And you definitely relate to that feeling a little bit in certain circumstances. But at the end of the day, I feel like that spark always kind of comes in a little bit. Where you yeah. just, even if you take a breath yourself, like, it's, it's a nice thing.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I know it's probably gonna take me having kids for that, like the whole spark to kind of come back. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, I get that. I, I, I completely get it. So, yeah. um, so yeah, Christmas with the Cranks is my number eight. I love it. Um, so my number eight is,
1: I, I don't know if it's off the beaten path. I don't know how many people have actually like seen this movie, but. I grew up with it uh every single year. Every single year I watched it. It's still kind of close to me and it has a, there's a story connected with it too that I love. Um so it's a little movie called Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's uh, there's nothing necessarily that stands out and makes it like this really good, like, oh my God, this is incredible. This is such a good Christmas movie. Um, but it's very, the spirit of it is definitely there. When I want to get in the spirit of Christmas, uh, they, it, it always brings me back to when I was a kid and watching it. Um, the main storyline throughout it is that Oscar the grouch if you're not familiar with sesame street at all which if you are get familiar with it just for your <laughs> yeah, own sanity you a little your own, bit, you right exactly like. um but oscar the grouch tells big bird that uh he, he's like how how does santa fit down all those chimneys at night like there's no way he's gonna do it he's gonna get stuck in one of them like one of them he absolutely has to get stuck in and so big bird starts like stressing out about the fact that like santa might get stuck in a chimney and like needs to ask him (laughs) um but in in the meantime there's a separate i don't know if you're uh familiar with the story of the gift of the magi where um the one woman sells like her hair to get something for her husband and the husband sells like Something to get a comb. Yes, for,
0: yes. Yeah. Something with the watch. Something with the watch. Yeah, like some, a watch. Something yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So they do. Burton or Ernie do a similar version of that, where they both go into the same, uh into the same pawn shop into Mister Hooper's store. Uh, rest in peace, Mister Hooper. But um, they go into his store, and, uh Ernie trades his rubber ducky for a cigar box for Bert to put his paper clips in and Bert trades in his paper clips to get a soap dish so Ernie can put rubber ducky on it <laughs> that's amazing and so they give it to like they give it to each other they both realize like they're like oh thank, thank you but they all they feel like this loss you and what they do and then Mr. Hooper brings them both back what they traded in as like a gift to them for Christmas which is super heartwarming in itself but in the with the whole Big Bird storyline too, a big part of it is Gordon, I don't know if you're familiar with that character, one of the adults that was on the show when we were kids Um, Gordon helps Big Bird through like a lot of his crisis and, and things like that so what connects me even more to this movie, so when I was in fifth grade Um, fourth grade is when I started, I know it sounds like so early and so weird, but fourth grade is when I knew I wanted to start being on a performance track of some sort. So I started singing back then. Okay. And in fifth grade, uh, I got this opportunity to sing at the Riviera theater with like a couple of the other kids in my class. Um, and on this holiday show that was touring that they needed like a couple of kids just for like a couple numbers like a couple locals to come in and do for like three days of a performance and it was this uh there was it was this group of two girls and two guys which was really good and then the other performer the headliner was roscoe orman who is gordon on sesame street oh wow so when I was in fifth grade, I got to do a show with Gordon from Sesame Street. And I kind of think that I knew after I did that run of that show, I think I want to do this forever. Like, I think I want to like, but the, the one night in particular, because we had grown up with the VHS in our house and everything like that. After I got done with the show and my family saw it, we watched that movie. And it made this connection in my head that like, I'll never forget where I was like. I was just like with the, like I just performed with that guy. Right. That that was there. That's so so cool. it has like so the Christmas magic of that stands out on that story. I know my mom is listening to this episode and getting like teary-eyed somewhere Aww. like thinking about that. <laughs> but um there's a Christmas magic that I'll never forget from that. And I think I I missed watching it last year and I think I need to watch it this year. One probably to have a good cry and get the weight of the year off of me, right? Which is, I think, is necessary with with everybody every once in a while to just Mm -hmm. have that release. But two, I just need to, I like get that Christmas magic back. I need to like pull that pull that back from the depths somehow. Which it's there, and I'm pushing it. Working in a school definitely helps with like getting. I'm sure it does.
0: I'm sure it does.
1: Yeah, but. Uh, that's why it comes in a, as number eight, because there will always be Christmas magic associated with Christmas Eve on Sesame Street.
0: Ah, <sighs> that's beautiful. Oh, man. <sighs>
1: it was a cool, it was a really cool experience, honestly.
0: I, I like how, like, we do, when we do these, we can actually attach, like, really nice personal stories to at least some mm, of them. Me too. Mm. uh it, it makes doing these feel so much better. Right. Um,
1: I agree. I, I, I love hearing like what actually attracts us to the things that we like. It, it really, we get to the heart of like who we are through these lists. I feel like
0: that's it's why I like doing this. And that's why this is one of the the few shows that I'm kind of keeping around because it's just yeah, it's therapeutic. And that's yeah. like that's really cool to hear that you got to be on stage and perform with, with Gordon from Sesame yeah. Street. That's amazing. Oh, so cool. Yeah.
1: It was awesome. I have a picture with him somewhere. When I find it again, yeah, please I'll, send
0: it I'll to me. Send it to you.
1: Please. Um, yeah. So that made uh that made my list for the Christmas <laughs> just that Christmas magic is so cool, I feel like. Um, but on to our number sevens on our list. Matt, lead us off.
0: All right, my good friend. My number seven is an animated film. I know it doesn't really narrow things down. Uh but it could be watched at uh two points, two two times of the year. You can watch any time of the year, but um two it's especially heartwarming around two specific holidays. Uh and I am talking about the nightmare before Christmas, Tim Burton's classic film uh from nineteen ninety-three. Uh what a fun, fun film. I love the animation style. Um, I love the story, the, the the concept of there's this forest with doors to a, a, a world for every holiday and you can jump in between them. And, and like, it, how creative is that? Like, how cool is that? Um, and it's just it, it, it was it was nice. It, it still gives me like warm feelings when I see it, like when I watch it, like just again, the animation style is so impressive. And uh, it, it's I honestly remember it. I thought we owned it on VHS when I was younger. I used to get, I used to, I hoped that we had owned it, Mm -hmm. um, but it was actually uh, VHS of ET, which is like still cool, but also disappointing at the same time. But that's like that's like a like a memory that I've had since since I was like four or five years old that I thought we owned Nightmare Before Christmas. Now I can watch it just about whenever the heck I want to, and also, uh, you know. Kingdom Hearts big fan of that those games I think they were is in both I think it was in featured in both at least the first one
1: the first two it was definitely It was featured it was the second one as well um okay. the the first one they go to they're actually in Halloween town and the second one they're more at Santa's workshop
0: That's what That's right that's right okay mm-hmm. now i recall and he had a really cool keyblade with it but um just i mean just again just watching the movie tim burton is so so like he's not overrated, he's not underrated, he's rated appropriately. Appropriately. Uh, yep. cuz this dude is a, he, his creativity knows no no bounds. I mean, we just talked a couple months ago about our favorite Halloween movies, right? And Sleepy Hollow was at the top of my list, Sleepy Hollow, a Tim Burton creation. And you just know when he has his hands on something, right? He just has this this creepy eerie vibe. Um and it was really cool to see that like not, you know, not too long after it or, well, many years later, I think it was Paranorman was a movie that he did as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know one similar animation style, but it just had that Tim Burton vibe to it. Um, I love it. I know people who sell who like that's like their thing. Like there's a lot of people who they have their their thing that they like decorate their house with in some instances. And like some people have garden gnomes. Some people have Disney stuff. And I know a lot of people who have Nightmare Before Christmas stuff year round. Um, when it comes to home decorating. So, um, so that would be my number, uh, seven. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't see nightmare before Christmas until about. Eight years ago or so. Really? And yeah, I had never, I knew I was familiar with it, but I had never seen the full movie until uh, a few years ago. And I get what everybody sees around it. Yeah. It's so good. I think the blend of both of a lot of people's favorite holidays is just a great appeal to uh, a large crowd and the characters are so lovable too.
0: Yes, they, they are. I mean, they're, they're memorable. They're, there's not really one single plane like character. Everybody stands out. Santa. Um all the creative monsters in Halloween in, in Halloween town. And um you know what I mean? It's they, that's just that's just cool yeah. stuff right there. Oogie I, Boogie is, Oogie is Boogie, awesome. Yeah. He's just this bag full of bugs. You know what yeah. I mean? The, the the three kids with the mask, the, the the witch you know what I mean? Like every character, single character stood out appropriately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, so, my number seven is uh, a classic. I try and watch this every year as well. And it's not only good for the holiday season, but it's just a really good reminder of how grateful you should be for the things around you. I'm referring to It's a Wonderful Life, the Jimmy Stewart classic. Okay. Um, it, George, uh, George Bailey is a man who's kind of in trouble. He is, it is Christmas Eve, and he is planning on jumping off a bridge. So, Clarence, one of the guardian angels that's out there, is talking to Jesus and Joseph, and uh, they show him George Bailey's whole backstory and his whole life existence, um, and uh, all the way up until the point where he's about to jump. And Clarence comes down. And convinces him that life is better with him than it would have been without him because of George Bailey's uh, phrase, I wish I'd never been born. Mm. And it gives him an idea to really just show him what life would be like if he hadn't existed and what how certain things would be. And it's just so well done beginning to end because you really get to see how. um he Even though he didn't get the things that he necessarily thought he was going to do and what he wanted in life, he helped so many people and changed so many lives in what he did. And the ending of that movie after that moment as well and um, how it all kind of wraps up is just so beautiful every time. Um, I've grown up with it from my dad loving it. That's another one that he'll talk about Um every year, uh, how him and his brother watched it for the first time together, and it was really memorable for them. Uh, But it's just a beautiful story. It's a great reminder to just be thankful for what you have and and like that life is so much better with you than without. It's a really beautiful story. And I think it like really signifies Christmas for me every year when I see it around.
0: I, I don't know if I've actually ever sat and watched it, but I feel like it is something that I should. Because I feel like a lot of kids, teenagers, people in general think about that quite a bit. Um, I, either, you know, we've all said, you know, every kid is just about every kid has always said to their parents, I wish I had never been born. Yeah. And it's like, when you really think about it, it's like, it's kind of eerie and sad right? That a kid thinks that way. Um, and, you know, all the joy and, and stuff, nobody's perfect, it, shit happens and and whatnot, but it really makes you think. And there's people all the time who have mental issues that uh, think about, you know, uh, taking their own life. And it's absolutely, it's, it's tragic to think about. Um, I still, like, I, I'm not saying that I think about taking my own life, but I always think about if something happened, uh, you know, what it make kind of makes me sad, you know? Um, yeah, It's it's, it's one of those things that I think about a lot, uh, you know, so, uh, it's a, it sounds like it's a nice reminder and, uh, you know, it sounds like it's a really nice reminder to appreciate the, those things and that life is not what we plan. but you know, y- your presence in the world is, uh, is a lot more appreciated than we tend to. And we tend to think or know or think we know. So, absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's, it's of per, uh, the perfect, um, it's the perfect picture of that. It's, it really makes you feel good afterwards. It, it's, I think you would enjoy it as a movie.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to find that one before, uh, for Sunday. <clears throat> yeah. For Ex- sure. Excellent choice, buddy. Excellent choice. Thank you, sir. All right. Number six. All right. So, my number six, I'm going to place, uh, Home Alone here. Mm. Home Alone. I gotta admit this uh, this top six is really really tricky. Um, every, I think everybody's seen Home Alone. Um, hilarious, great cast. Uh, you know this. I don't think this is the acting debut of Macaulay Culkin, but um, this definitely immortalized him in and Christmas movie lore. Right? I mean, how hilarious is this? This like young kid outsmarts the uh, <laughs> Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern and um you know it is just trap you know sets him up with traps and defends his home. Uh all accidentally getting left you know at home for like just just terrible parent shared parent, terrible yeah, where parenting. Was, where were CPS in these movies? I know, I know. Yeah. Um oh it's 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 really, really cool um to go back. Great soundtrack. Um and I don't know, it's 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 absolutely timeless. It really is. It, it is a timeless movie. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, the second one's a pretty good one too, but it's never stood out to me quite like the first one, uh, yeah. the New York City one. Um, some people rank that higher than the first one actually as a Christmas film, but yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, the first one to me, classic love to sit around and watch it still you know with the family still get the same joy out of it uh jesus 32 years later so oh damn yeah that movie's been around forever now i guess for quite a long time quite a long time so yeah my number six home alone um and everything that comes with it and I mean, hey, there's all sorts of debates. What did he do for a living? What did the dad do for a living to pay for all this, that, those kids in the house and, and to go on a, a family vacation of that magnitude? What did he do? Uh, I, it's such, it's such fun. It just adds to the, uh, it just adds to the lore of the film. So, yeah, I, uh, I, uh,
1: I, I will definitely get to a little bit more on Home Alone. Uh, but I definitely did see this thing recently. So on the show Sopranos, uh, that actor who plays the dad is Tony Soprano's informant on like the police force for the first two seasons. Okay. And so I saw a meme that was like, How did uh and how did the dad from Home Alone afford to pay for like all this trip? To pay? And then it showed a, a screen cap of him and Tony. It was like, oh, never mind. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> makes sense. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. I'm my top six. I'm struggling with these ones now. To like it's really tough. thinking is, about it.
0: Yeah, that, that was
1: that was I'm really sa- tough. Yeah, I'm saving it because I know Home Alone's gonna make it. At some point, so there's definitely more conversation to be had about it. Good. Um, but for my number six, uh I'm gonna go with a Christmas story for my number six. Um, I absolutely love this movie. Um, a Christmas story, if you're not familiar with it, um, is about a family and just kind of like their 10 days or so before Christmas. Um but I, I, I'm trying to find the right words to describe it because one person would normally think of it as like not really too much happens within it, but it's every family's lead up to the holiday season uh, in middle America or anywhere USA. And it's about uh, kid Ralphie and his brother. Uh, who I believe is named Randy. Yeah, and always the symmetry between the two brothers, I feel like, um, but Ralphie and Randy, and then the two parents, um, the leg is just absolutely immortal. Like, I feel like so many iconic images have just come from this movie specifically um the you shoot your eye out you'll shoot your eye out is the most legend one of the most legendary phrases that's ever come from oh. this movie um it made every kid want a red rider bb gun um in fact i got a red rider bb gun on christmas because of a did christmas you really? story oh my mom screamed at my dad she was so mad at him she was so mad oh, i'll never forget that did you ever, did you ever
0: visit the house by chance, no. have we talked about this? I
1: don't know if we have. No, I never have.
0: Okay. I did um, a couple of years ago, and it's really, really cool to see that it? in person. Oh, yeah. You can actually rent out. You can either buy or rent out the bunny pajamas to walk around the house and.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I wore the bunny pajamas to my dad's Christmas party a few years ago. Uh, it was, it, I was like, only a few people are going to get this and they're going to, some people are going to think that I'm just walking around in a bunny suit right now, but so be it. Um, <laughs> that scene of Ralphie beating the the Scott Farkas uh, is just legendary. Yes. Him just him swearing through the whole thing with the whole
0: school watch. <laughs> did, now, did you see the new one though? So I have not seen the new one yet. Oh, uh, we watched but, it for Thanksgiving. It's great
1: my dad raves about it my dad was absolutely raving about it and, sa- and said that like it was really cool to see them kind of just grown up and like acting their age at this point not and, uh, and like the, the cool things they did like the one last like big christmas of the house like the like dad would have wanted yeah um yeah it's it, a christmas story is a classic i absolutely love watching that movie every year some people uh, complain about the 24-hour spot on TBS. Who's watching TBS
0: anyway? <laughs> That's my only issue with it is I've seen it so many times, but. Tune in, yeah, tune in once. You don't have to tune in I the know. whole day for I it. I know. I just, your... it's usually background yeah. noise. I know. I'm I'm completely at fault for it. I do love it. It's another one that just misses the cut. Um but it's like you I, I've watched it at least twice a year on the same day. Man. So that's my own fault. That's my own fault. Oh man. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I think it gets the respect it deserves always. Um, but yeah, that's why it made my number six. It was a tough choice because I feel like it definitely could be higher on this list for certain reasons, but I love a Christmas story. I think it uh, adds so much to the holiday season. So it makes it as
0: my number six for those reasons. Excellent choice, my friend. Excellent choice. Thank you. Top five already for our Christmas movies. Lead Rock us off. Rolling. Oh boy. All right. I am going to place here. Um, another classic. Uh, National Lampoos Christmas Vacation. Um, Jesus. I've wa- I just another one. I've watched a lot and another yearly watch. I always try to watch it with my family uh, just for the laughs, just uh, so much stuff. Chevy chase uh, fit it right. In. Like the whole, everything national lampoon, just, just national lampoon, Chevy chase, just go hand in hand. Uh, but there's some good stuff. I mean, it just, it just made fun of it. It just picked at the little aspects of the holidays, right? It just picked at every little thing, right? The need to have the biggest, and best, uh, decorations right all the lights and the lights the issue with the Christmas bonuses and uh, you know that that cousin that you just you, you know you know what I mean everybody's got that cousin right <laughs> everybody I might be the cousin of my that cousin of my own family I don't know but everybody's got that one cousin it's like oh yeah okay everybody's got one so it's <laughs> it's just, it's so good it's it's it is really good it it just hits on all the the emotions feeling and it like i said it, it really does a good job of hitting on every aspect of of the christmas holiday season right mm-hmm. like uh you know there's sledding involved and then there's just there's the family dinner and right did they cut into the turkey and it just deflated i think it was this oh I, my god <laughs> i told you it was dry <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! That,
0: yeah, I, I love the greased up sleds. Uh, that's the, the best. The end when they they're plugging in the light or no, the, it was the methane gas and the one uncle or something like blew up or something. Oh yeah, he was lighting. his smoking a cigar, lighting it. Oh my
1: god! Oh, and strange. the rocket's red glare. <laughs> <laughs> so damn good. Beautiful. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, this this is uh, going to be talked about more as well. OK, I'll um, go uh, But it's that one. That one is just so near and dear to my heart. I feel like I can watch it a million times and never get tired of it. It's yeah. it's such a good uh, it's one of the best things Chevy Chase ever put forward. I think I think it's just so fantastic.
0: You put out a lot of good stuff, but uh, I I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: so my number five, yeah. Home Alone's going to fall in at my number five here. Um, <clears throat> absolutely one of the best Christmas movies of all time, bar none. Uh, Kevin McAllister was all of us growing up and my, my cousin Vince has always reminded me like specifically of Kevin McAllister. Uh, but he was the, the ideal, like little shit kind of a kid uh that like you wanted to root for and it wasn't nothing was really his fault he felt left kind of like behind out of everybody in a house full of way too many people that shouldn't have never had that many people going to the same place all at once um shout out to that asshole neighbor too who threw out the head count who was just going through their stuff. Like, why was he, what kind of neighborhood kid is that? He was definitely uh, robbing like other houses in the neighborhood besides the wet bandits, but uh, it's just so good from start to finish. It's what every kid would do if they're left home alone without their family, they would totally wreak havoc. They'd eat whatever they want. Uh, they would start to miss them eventually. And then when it came down to it, they would probably stand up for themselves in a certain way. But the traps are just legendary. Joe Pesci speaking gibberish to avoid saying the F word every five minutes throughout that movie will always be amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen behind the scenes uh, interviews at all, but uh, Macaulay Culkin actually has a scar on his finger from Joe Pesci from that movie. Um, when they were doing the, I'm going to bite off his little fingers, one at a time. They did like a tape court. Joe Pesci actually bit him a little <laughs> bit by accident. Oh. And he has a little Joe Pesci scar right on his finger. Um, that's awesome. So like legendary stuff like that. Bar none. My favorite line in the entire movie is after he, uh, does the zip line over to the treehouse, and Harry and Marv are looking out the window. And, uh, here he goes Where did he go? And Marv says, maybe he committed suicide <laughs> Which is just the stupidest <laughs> Lie that has been in any Movie that has ever existed It's just like the Maybe he committed suicide Like what kind of logic was he I don't know um, It's so <clears throat> It was so uh, As a kid for me and now it's always so Heartwarming when he reunites with his mom yeah, that, it, it, that's always like such a nice moment when you get to that by the time you get to that point. Home Alone is just incredible. It's one of the most perfect movies start to finish. Um, for a while, I hadn't even seen the second Home Alone. And that's how good it was. I only saw it when I first started dating Julie, but I do appreciate it. I think that one's really well done as far as the sequel goes to it.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh... I'm glad I'm glad this made your list, too. That's a great one. Yeah. Number two is good. I actually don't hate number three either. I don't know. It doesn't have Macaulay cock in it. It doesn't have any of the original cast in it. I didn't hate three. They just got like a lot of things. They just they make too many of them. I think they're up to like Home Alone five, maybe. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, And I didn't they do like a remake last year? I wanna say they did something. Not like a yeah. remake, but like a series, like a mini series or something. I, I can't recall. It had to be it had to be something like that. Yeah. Or
1: like he was wasn't it like him growing up and he was it was something it was something weird. I think
0: it's on Disney Plus Plus, I just have not had the opportunity to see it. So I'll have to no. that's another thing I'll have to add to the list. Yeah, me too, I guess.
1: Uh, but it made my top five. I
0: feel like it deserved to be in one of those spots. Excellent. Uh, all right. Number four. All right, my number four is going to be uh, The Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. Uh, this is one of the earliest Christmas movies that I remember as well. We definitely had this one in VHS. And, you know, for me to see Tim Allen in a movie was really cool because I grew up on Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh one of my favorite shows to watch as a kid. I'm sad that it's not as widely available. Uh on, you know, I have not been able to find it a whole lot. Um, uh, but I, I really did like it. Um Tim Allen to me is hilarious. I mean, right, Buzz Lightyear and, and and so many other things, but the Santa Claus and just you got that Tim Allen just just style, right? This this like yell, hey, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing in my room? <laughs> and you killed Santa Claus <laughs> and then he eventually his transformation into becoming Santa Claus. And he just eventually owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a really, really good, uh, you know, it's a really, really good movie. I think they just released a series on Disney plus actually, um, capitalizing on it, but they made quite a few movies and he was a, he was a big part of all of them. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That, that's, you get to see, like as a kid, you're mesmerized. You get to go see the North Pole and the process of becoming Santa, and and, and this and that. And it just seems like it, you know, it seems like a dream, and and then eventually it actually, uh, you know what I mean, it, come to realize that it was true. And uh, yeah, just just tremendous stuff by Tim Allen in that one. Really good, yeah. Stuff.
1: It's it's so good. Uh, I think all the characters are super super memorable from that movie too uh his son makes the whole movie with how sweet he is and yeah. uh how much he believes and how much life he puts into that the the family situation like settles by the end which i think is really nice too that they, it kind of gets resolved uh in one way or another uh it's it's really heartwarming i uh, it was so hard for me not to put it on my list it really was uh but It definitely is one of those ones that will always be a staple of the holiday season. Always. I love watching that movie if I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a few years, honestly. Now that I think about it. Now that I think about it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. That is my uh, number four. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the way that uh, Bernard just shows up at that Thanksgiving, he's like, turkey's really dry. You, people are basting. It's just, like <laughs> a great way to just show up at somebody's house and eat the scraps <laughs> off their table. That's it's great characters in that movie. And I, I do love the way his mindset that shifts through it, like to like really accepting like. Oh no, like this should be this way or this should be like that way. Oh like well, yeah, really there's the business to...
0: meeting and stuff. And yeah, trying to sell Santa in a tank and he was getting all defensive and mm-hmm. the weight gain. Right? They shaved his face and the beard just poofed right back on. I'm like, wow, this is tremendous.
1: Oh, it's amazing. Um, uh so good.
0: All right, man. What do um, you got for number
1: four? My number four, so I think this might be this movie might be the reason that the Santa Claus isn't on my list. Um, but it's a classic in its own right. I know there's a certain fan base that is all about all of um, these movies, no matter what genre or what thing. Um, my number four is um, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm, so good. I think Christmas Carol is a great story in itself. It's a classic Scro- uh, Scrooge and Marley and him being visited by the, the three spirits. Uh, that show him where he kind of went wrong as far as becoming closed in and cynical about everything. Uh, And then showing what the people around him really are thinking of him at the current time, but how they live and why they can be happy with so little and what the little things mean to everybody. But the muppets do it in the perfect way they add a great soundtrack to it it's a fantastic uh soundtrack to that movie michael kane is scrooge which is just fantastic casting the song that they sing when he comes in is, is so good but The way they present it is better than any version out there, I believe, other than maybe the Patrick Stewart version, uh, because the Patrick Stewart version is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, But the Muppets present it in a way that everybody can see it and love it. They do this really sad song at one point when Scrooge falls out of love, um, where Ellie Sorry, my I have Christmas lights hanging in the room that I'm in right now, and she's trying to eat them off. Of oh her no! Cat tower, Can't, have Can't have that! Can't have that! But they knock uh, it off. But they <laughs> they presented a great light. They cut this one song out of the uh, DVD release. Now, when he falls out of love, that was really sad to listen to as a child. Like it really just. Uh, it really just conveyed the heartbreak that he's feeling. And it, it it makes you feel something for him. Michael Caine acts it brilliantly. And to see him with the Muppets is just a delight. It's an absolute delight to see that. Kermit the Frog's Bob Crash it, of course. Gonzo and Rizzo narrate you through the entire thing. Everybody that's everybody's, uh, as far as the Muppets, are in that movie. It's a really great... Uh, addition to my holiday season every single year. I absolutely love watching that movie as many times as I can throughout the holiday season. Uh but that's why it made number four. Muppet Christmas Carol is a timeless classic for me.
0: Excellent. Yeah I know it's uh it's at the top of uh, many people's lists that have uh just just ever seen it. I I don't know if, if I've ever seen it um no, I have seen it, but I just haven't seen it as frequently as maybe some other people are. I, I, sure. lo- I do enjoy the Muppets, but it's not like uh, it's not like a religion for me. Like there's a lot of people, and that's not knocking it, but, um, but it, I mean, it's you can't go wrong, right? Everybody, loves exactly the Muppets. Feel. Uh, so excellent, excellent. Uh, okay. top three, top three. Why don't you start us off? Okay, my number three. Uh, this is where I'm going to put, uh, Will Ferrell's Elf uh, oh, at, at number three. Will Ferrell's Elf, uh, comes in here. How hilarious! Like it, it just—it's so funny. Like I would have loved to have been on set and just see Will Ferrell having a walk around the streets of New York City, uh, with the Elf costume on, just just doing stuff. Like, oh, I'm gonna go in this coffee shop and say congrats on the world's greatest cup of coffee and, and just say it coming. Like he just had to do this. And he just didn't care. Uh, I I respect it. Like it's so funny to see a, just a grown man do it. And it honestly is a really tremendous like story overall. The comedy is top notch, but uh, it's a, it's a tremendous story um, to uh, just, just watch unfold. Right. He finds out about his dad and, tries to convince them and they do the whole uh the this the syrup on spaghetti and just like it's just it was just so funny. Wolf Ferrell has a really great way of of just like sounding goofy but sounding serious at the same time. Yes. Like it it's he it has a funny way of speaking. He's been doing it for years. That's kind of what his attraction is, but uh but yeah I I I really do Really, really, really thoroughly enjoy um elf and everything it is, so
1: yeah, I agree. I uh, we'll, we'll get to it a little bit, but I think it's one of the best additions to like our generation. I it's it's such a good Christmas movie, and you know, the great John Favreau, yeah, is kind of a big mind behind that. Uh, I forget
0: about that sometimes. everybody connects him with the with Marvel and, and Star Wars now, but oh he's the man uh, he's really, really great at what he does's
1: been there, done that with everything around him. It's awesome yeah. to see i I absolutely love him um yeah but we'll we'll talk about elf a little bit more down the line I'm sure uh <laughs> my number three uh, one we've already talked about that's shattersful. It's national national Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, of course, is my number three movie as far as Christmas movies. oh my god, what a what a classic! I love uh starting off my Christmas Eve by watching that movie. It's one of my favorite traditions uh i you could relate to so much in that movie, the obnoxious lights, the neighbors that are stuck up. Both in-laws being around at the same time, right, the conflict that that brings, like you said, the cousin we all have we all have that one man <laughs> um but but the the cousin is definitely like my favorite part of that that whole thing when uh Doris Roberts goes over to uh Randy Quaid's daughter and says, "Oh my God, her eyes aren't crossed anymore. And they, and, they, and he's talking about How the mule kicked her in the head so It's like uh, the, the most ridiculous thing I was just Because my parents and I were talking about this movie The other day And my dad brought up how Randy Quaid When they're walking through the store At the one point And he offers to buy the, like, the Christmas gifts He's like oh thank you It's so generous of you Here's a little list uh, Of what they want <laughs> and uh, you can follow that. And, uh, why don't you get yourself something nice for the trouble too? But like, dude, with what, with his money, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, the his his boss referring to him as a different name like every time he talks to him. Yeah, I think is is a brilliant touch throughout that that entire movie. Um, but it's just so freaking funny everything they thought of throughout the entire thing is so well-timed and such good like physical comedy as well as like the jokes that they do in in passing for things uh, i i have nothing but great things to say about christmas vacation it's one of my all-time favorite christmas movies if not movies in general
0: I really like the scene where he's up in the attic watching the old Christmas films from his childhood. I was just going
1: to bring that up. That's yeah. another one that my dad uh, really gets a smile on his face when we watch, too. And uh, it, it, I think that they do such a nice uh, balance between that being such a sentimental scene and then... Uh, his wife opening the attic and, and him falling off. Falling it through. brings you. It brings you right back into like the world of what it's supposed to be. But it it's does. it's a well written. It's just a
0: brilliantly written show. Sure is. Sure is. Yeah. Glad I made your list as well. Thank you. Thank All you. Right.
1: All right. Top two.
0: Matt. Top two. My number two is Jim Carrey's The Grinch oh man what a nice thing! like you grow up reading dr seuss books and uh one of them comes to life right before your eyes this is actually one of the very first dvds i think this might have been the first dvd that my family ever purchased which is wild to think about <laughs> like how I'm it about. makes me sound feel and sound so old that yes We bought our first DVD was The Grinch from like 2001, and we watched the crap out of it every single, you know, every single holiday season forever, forever. I mean, it's just like Jim Carrey at his finest, right? Jim Carrey is tremendous at what he does. He has a great way of illustrating. He has a great way of being over the top and goofy. I, you know, it was like it was no different from watching him play the Riddler just over the top, with all the high knees and the goofy body movements, and yeah, <laughs> and then you know, just the weird noises he makes. How are they, Yeah, <laughs> it's dude, it's so good. It is so good. so good, and it's like I could still watch the old cartoon, I couldn't watch the new 3D cartoon because this is like the standard for me now. This is the standard bear, like, this is what the Grinches to me. And it was so well just so fantastically well done. Mm. Like, like you blew up a, a quick children's book in a maybe 30 minute, maybe 30 minute kids' TV movie into an hour and a half of just greatness, expanding on the storyline with the who's and just just oh it was so well. Mm. So well done. And it started off a trend because after that movie, there's a lot of Dr. Seuss movies that came up like Cat in the Hat. Uh, I think Lorax came out not too far after that. Um, Yeah. And and maybe a one or two other Dr. Seuss movies, but it was like it it brought a whole new, you know, just light and life to to Dr. Seuss. So, yeah,
1: yeah, it definitely did (laughs) it. that version of the Grinch is just so goofy and so creative. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, it, him it, just throwing out all that mail into the different slots in the beginning of the movie where it's Jerry Doty, Jerry Doty, Jerry Doty,
0: blackmail pig. Mel- flip. <laughs>
1: it's so it's so brilliantly done. Um, I think Max is like such a good addition like the dog that he has through the entire movie the the echoes when he's screaming into that it's it's jim carrey humor and it's finest as far as those movies go I,
0: we, we used to <laughs> we used to make fun of this guy at work just friendly he laughed at it too but he kind of he reminded me we'd have to suit down so we did we did a removal so we'd have to like get down to our, our our boxers and and you know basically and then throw on these Tyvek suits but he would throw it, like we're not body shape but he had like the perfect like grinch belly and then so one day i was just looking at him but i don't know where i just go uh hmm ah Ooh. that's right i'm not going and then I walked, and then i walked away and everybody knew what i was talking about and he loved it shout out to my friend mark uh, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: It was like, just, just little stuff like that. It's like, oh, when he's yelling at his own echo. Yeah. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, how much of a spirit animal was he when, when he was like, oh, I just don't have the time. Dinner with myself, self-love, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at his schedule. I just don't have the time. Oh, because he was going to get the uh, the Hooville. Uh, the award for the, 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 award, the who, yeah. yeah, and he was like, No, I just, I just don't have the time, I gotta do all this, 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 and this by myself. So, love the Grinch. Um, I'm actually gonna pop it in when we're done with this. Actually, if I can find it, it's gotta I be say, on a streaming service somewhere, it's on
1: HBO. I Is believe- it? Oh, good, okay. Yeah. I, I think you know what? I think I'm gonna put this on after this as well. Um, it, and I have to, before we get to our number ones, because we'll cruise right in i i watched this i have to find the name of it but it's on netflix and if you're looking for something uh to get you in the holiday mood like really quickly uh this this is something to do it with so i don't know if you ever watched arrested development at all
0: no i can't say i'm familiar
1: with no it. Heard but, of Oh, it's a, it's really good. But, um, Jason Bateman, you know, obviously stars in it. Will Arnett is also in it Okay. and both, both of them, like their chemistry together is amazing. So, uh, Will Arnett does a show called murderville on Netflix. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, he plays like, uh, it like kind of like a cop, like almost like, uh, I'm trying to like a homicide detective that's like solving these murders and someone gets brought in to be his partner every episode. The partner is not given a script and is like just does not know what's going on. Um, So they they just did a Christmas edition, like a 50 minute one. With Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph as the guests, and oh, it's okay. absolutely hilarious. It's improv comedy, it's absolute finest. But you would probably like get a kick out of, like the stuff they do on the fly throughout it because they Will Arnett's just guiding them through the whole thing. Do the best one because we we watched that, and then we went back and watched the actual series. The best one on the entire series. They brought on Marshawn Lynch, and he killed it he did I so good it was so funny he was like he was like uh he was like do you he's like can I change my name as a cop he's because like, I want to be officer bag of bitch he's like <laughs> officer officer bag he's like because then I bag a bitch and then I tag the bitch you know like that he's like that kind of thing <laughs> It's it's so, da- but he like, he went with it so, like so well that you wouldn't, like you would, that was what you would imagine a regular person in that scenario would actually be doing. Uh But he was, it's worth checking out. Check out that specifically because you would appreciate Marshawn Lynch and that, but also for the Christmas edition because it was, I laughed through the entire thing. I laughed my head off.
0: I'm going to have to. Absolutely,
1: especially when you know that they have no idea like what's about to happen next in the episodes. It's brilliant. It's I, absolutely. Brilliant.
0: I do enjoy improv. I do. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Um, But I wanted to bring that up while I remembered it. But uh, especially because we were talking about the Grinch and all the little things that <laughs> Jim Carrey put through. So moving from one acting legend to another. Uh, my number two is uh Tom Hanks's Polar Express. I absolutely oh. love the Polar Express. This is another one. So I had mentioned uh that me and Julie had watched uh two Christmas movies last week. This was one of them that I watched. The other one I still haven't mentioned. Uh, but I this was a Christmas tradition for my family. It was going to the first time we saw it, we saw it in IMAX 3D. And it was really cool to see in 3D. And it like felt like the snow around you felt so cool. It felt real the entire time. Um, that movie's so atmospheric, too, that it it seeing it that close made you feel like a part of that world, which was really, really awesome. And we were just blown away from the first time. We used to do, like, an outing at Christmas every year. And I think we did Polar Express the next two or three years because it was just such a reliable thing to just go do. And to this day, I love sitting back and watching it. There's a magic that comes from, like you were saying with the Grinch, turning like a small little, turning a book that was, you know, a certain number of pages long into this kind of epic that yeah. um, t- Tom Hanks leads through as a bunch of characters. Um it it really captures the Christmas spirit beautifully, the child's imagination beautifully. Um, it gets you emotional by the end. And then of course the Josh Groban song to top it all off is uh, like replayed over and over again, every holiday season since I think it's been a Christmas staple ever since that movie came out. Um, but Polar Express for the nostalgia and the different things it brings me when I watch it is one of my favorite Christmas movies is, and is a must uh, at least two or three times every holiday season for me. So Polar Express makes my list at number two.
0: Great choice. Yeah. I, uh, I read the book as a kid pretty, uh, pretty frequently. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was a, I think I first read it in like the first or second grade and I was actually really like impressed that the movie captured the mood and lighting like, yeah, with I don't know if you caught that, but it, it was, uh, it was just one of those things. It, it really caught like the vibe, you know, it was this, this dark and, you know, it's just dark everywhere, but the only thing really illuminated was inside that the, the, the train and uh, you know, the, the, the lights kind of, shining through the windows but it is it is i have watched it in full maybe within the last couple years it is it's a nice it's a pretty nice relaxing film to go into um probably just outside of my top 15 it would be maybe even top 20 but i get why you like it because it is it's 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 i mean it really polar express everybody read that right just about Mm -hmm. everybody read that as a kid and to see it turn into a movie and it's just a fun story. And, and, and aside from the lighting and stuff, I thought the animation was really good in it. Um, mm-hmm. Really good characters. And it's just, it's just so campy and fun. And, and even if you never read the book, I think you can walk away with it with a smile on your face after watching that movie. So Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's really timeless. So it's done a good job. I think that came out like 2006, 2007, something like that. Yeah. So, Good times. Good times. Yeah, I was definitely really nice good when that came out. Um, all right. I loved it.
1: And I loved being with my brothers for it, too. That was another, you know, real added layer for it.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: But on to our number one choice, what everybody has been waiting for. Matt, kick us off with your number one Christmas movie.
0: All right. So my number one Christmas movie uh, has another top-tier actor in it. Um He's been in a lot of action movies, a lot of comedy movies. Uh, he was even in a Batman movie once. Put my cookie down now. Dingle uh, all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nobody likes you, Booster. Uh- <laughs> this is a
1: great choice.
0: I... I watched this in the summer. That's how much I love this movie. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's so many cameos, right? Uh, I think the big, sh- the big shows in it.
1: Uh, I think
0: so. I believe Goldberg's in it, right? I think Goldberg's in it. Um, Sinbad, uh, it, it, in I, I'm sure I'm missing a couple other people, but like, how cool is that? This this irresponsible, like this, this busy dad. We've all been there. We're all we have all last minute Christmas shop for somebody that we cared about, and the lengths that he goes to to get the Turbo Man doll, um, for oh, I mean, uh, duh, young young Jake Lloyd. I mean, a younger Jake Lloyd, Anakin Skywalker from Episode One. You know what I mean? What a tremendous uh, cast and funny put together. Because I mean, you don't really think of Arnold after doing, uh, you know, Predator. And the terminator of, of being like this Christmas movie staple guy. And he did, sure. he did it brilliantly. So um, well. Just this whole just back and forth with, with Sinbad and uh it it took it took you into some wild things. I just endless laughs. Yeah, um, I I'm looking through the cast right now, and it's
1: just legends. You have Phil Hartman, you have Rita Wilson that was in it with Jim uh, Jim Belushi. Oh yeah, Tim Troyer's in it. Uh, Big Show, like you were saying, it's it's just got a who's who of like characters that are all crossing Arnold's path, and I think that's just hilarious.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, for sure. it But the 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 Santa fight was great because right they were they were they were thieves. Was it right? They were thieves or something like that. It was like some kind yeah. of black market thing. And they all started. Fighting. It was just so good. So good. So yeah, that is oh my, my number one. That is my number one. I actually, I, I, yeah, I, I asked and got it for Christmas one year and uh, it's become a buy bi, a buy yearly uh, staple. I watch it once in July and once in Christmas, uh, once around December. So
1: I love it. I think that's a nice, uh, Spread between those two things, honestly, that's Thank a good you. way to break it up. Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course, dude. So my number one, we've already talked about it as well a little bit, but Elf is my number one Christmas movie of all time.
0: Very good. There's okay.
1: something about man. <clears throat> I don't know what the necessary, what necessarily the appeal is to me about that. Maybe it's because of how much I love New York City. Maybe it's because of how good Will Ferrell is in that movie. Just genuinely hilarious. Maybe it's because I didn't know what to expect the first time I saw it. And then I watched it and it was just hilarious. It was like one of the funniest movies I had ever seen as a kid. Um, But there's there's something about it, right? This guy that grew up in the culture of being around Santa, being around the elves and didn't fit in there. And now is in a world with these people that he's like, no, this is the world I grew up in, like and talks about these things like so casually, like, yeah, I like this stuff is real. Why don't you people believe in it? And like he sets it off in the beginning with the the precedent of uh, the parent. They believe that the parents leave the toys. And he, him saying, I, what about the cookies? I suppose I think the parents eat them too. And, you know, <laughs> that kind of him not being able to accept, like, our way of life and like that. But us not being able to accept him, but then him showing by the end, yeah, like, Santa's real, Christmas is real. And, uh, I like, I was right in a way. But uh, bringing these light, this light in these people's hearts who are so run down about work and the mundane and like it, you know, missing the family element in their lives and everything like that. I think it's just such a perfect heartwarming Christmas movie. Genuinely makes you feel happy, sad, um in in so many different moments within that movie. And, of course, you've got Peter Dinklage who just – his cameo is just fantastic coming in as uh, as the publisher Miles Finch at one point or the, the brilliant author Miles Finch. Uh, I just think it's such a well-done movie and such a cool take on modern Christmas, and that's why it makes my number one. I think it's one of the best Christmas movies, if not the best Christmas movie of all
0: time. I I mean obviously I concur I had it on my list as well. I still see it being like like just still see stuff. I seen a sock calendar at, when I was working at Target they were selling. And it was it was Wolf Farrell as elf saying I'm a cotton-headed ninny nugget or what, what ninny muggins. Ninny muggins, that's what it was. It said it on there. Um but like it, it's still selling like he's got to love those residual checks but that's how oh, I kind of Oh my get god. Them. You know what I mean? That's I can't how even I kind imagine. of become. It, that's, between
1: Anchorman, Elf, and, like, maybe what, like, step the other prob- guys well, step step or brothers, brothers, Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Like, between those ones, he's just gotta be set
0: for life. You know what we should do sometime? We, we should rank Will Ferrell movies. We should do a top... Ooh, a, a that'd be Wolf fun. Top, we should do a top ten Will Ferrell movies, because I know there's a bunch out there. I just love to see what order we put them in. I think that would be really cool.
1: Oh, and that would give me a chance to, like, refresh some of the ones that I forget about,
0: too. For sure. For sure. Very good choice, my man. This was a lot of fun. I love that we got to do this list, finally.
1: Me, too. And, you know, this is perfect timing, too. This is going to come out right before Christmas. I hope this gets people in the mood as far as, you know, getting ready for their weekends and sitting down to watch Christmas movies. And, hey, maybe we gave
0: people a few ideas, too, hopefully absolutely absolutely um so what's gonna happen now uh we are actually i I didn't really talk to dan about this but i with me traveling soon and uh just the rest just kind of the timing i don't want to force two episodes in one week uh we're gonna take the remainder of the holiday off so this will be our last one for the holiday if you're cool with that dan yeah Um, and then we'll, we'll start fresh when i get back home uh with the new year and um I got to think, I got to think what kind of list I want to put together. It's been, we've been so holiday themed um, lately that I, I haven't really had time to think about it, but uh, me and Dan will discuss it and we'll be back in the new year uh, with, with the brand new top 10 list. Again, this isn't season anymore, seasonal anymore. We're going year round and uh, I'm excited that me and Dan get to go back on track and, uh, and just, just keep producing really great lists. So, Thank you all for your support over 2022. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. I know it was a little weird at some points, mm-hmm. uh, but Dan, thank you for uh, making this thing work and happen. My man,
1: buddy. I'm just so happy that uh, you included me on this project because this has been really fun to just give me something to think about every week and you know, expand within the podcasting world too. But this has been one of the best projects I could have asked for to be a part of. So I'm really appreciative for you. And I hope you, I sincerely hope you enjoy your trip because you deserve that time to just relax and be away from everything for a bit.
0: Thank you. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I, yeah, I, I'm tired, my man. It has been a long year, a lot of ups and downs, but I am, uh, I am ready to get the heck out of here. I just got to drive through a snowstorm and do it. No big deal.
1: Yeah. No big deal at all. (laughs) And Hey, Hopefully, I, I know it doesn't look likely. Hopefully the Colts pull a garbage time win for you, like where, <laughs> where it doesn't matter at all. But for you being in the house, hopefully they do it.
0: I hope so. I'm I'm really down on them. a little negative, but uh, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But
1: um, from us here at the network, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. We will see you in the new year. Be safe. Be happy. And from Matt and myself, as always, Do you even list?